Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. You're listening to Rabot & Co. here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Now, here's Louis Rabot. All right, welcome in. You hear guitars and you watch the clock click over to 10 o'clock. You know it's time for Rabot & Co. here. ESPN 680, 105.7. I'm Louis Rabot. I'm alongside a man named Zach Cantrell. How are you, Zach? Good Good on you, man. I show up today and I, I once in a while, Zach... There's, there's kind of just a you know a little bit of a drag. You get to the middle of the week, right? Maybe you know maybe you didn't get you know you know the kind of uh, you hit a bet last night that kind of stuff. You get to the middle of the week, it drags a little bit, but not Zach. Nope, especially because I had uh, Louisville minus nine or Clemson minus nine first half yesterday. Total okay. team total under and overall game under. Whoa, all three of them hit. How about How that? about that? All right, but I come in today and young Zach, who I'm coming to appreciate very much says man do we have sound <laughs> yes we do <laughs> i love it so much we'll get into that kp sound as louisville loses at clemson by the six gift last that keeps night. on giving kp sound uh we will have gandalf in his usual spot at 10 20 we'll talk uh uk as they get ready of course tonight for florida uh coming up there to the uh to rupp arena and um i look with with mike too i want to get into it about the higher on the on the offensive line just to get a sense of when you know what kind of a deal this is for Mike. Mike really loves Kentucky football, and so I'm interested to hear from him how he feels uh, about that. Uh, betting rules in place for the Super Bowl. I want to talk about those. Ben Johnson stayed in Detroit. You and I need to definitely talk about that uh-huh, one. That's um, right. And this whining about Justin Tucker from the Chiefs. We need to talk about it. It's, mm-hmm. it's too much already. So yeah. we'll get into all of it. Of course, a bunch of uh, all college basketball teams are losing. All of them. Um, so there you go. Um, look, uh, first text to the text line 437968. I love this show. Um, Drew, Drew, the previous segment was talking to Katie about Grace, but he forgot the gratitude. That's just that's just a good, that's fantastic. That's just a good text. I appreciate it. Let's start there. Let's start there. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So Louisville does lose last night. And they lose in a way that is a little different than the other ways that they've lost this season. Um, they are horrific from the three-point line, two for 20, but they out-rebound uh, the, the Tigers, do the Cardinals, by 19. And so you see an effort play, Zach. And this, to me, is the, is the absolute nail in the KP tenure coffin. This is it? Is that we're getting... No, no, that, that we've reached the point where the, the celebration is about effort. Oh, yeah. That's the bottom. That's literally the bottom. Effort celebrations are the bottom. Hey, I'm here on time is the bottom of employment, right? You have to be on time. 
10 o'clock starts, you know, 10 o'clock hits, excuse me, we start the show. That, That's right. That is the basic of doing radio, right? No offense to other people at this station. I was going to say <laughs> We pride ourselves in starting on time. You and I start at 10 o'clock. That's what we do on this show. That's right. But the effort thing is the basic of of everything. I coached an academic team yesterday with a bunch of fifth and fourth graders, and they busted ass. And we're worried about Louisville basketball busting ass in front of in front of a national audience on television. I mean, come on, people. This is This is where we're at. Let's just go straight to sound. I mean, there's no reason to dance around this stuff. Do we want to do the Bob sound first? Yeah. Is, that's the one, right? Because it follows up exactly with what I've been talking about. This is on the fight the team had. And, and Bob, look, Bob's a colleague, and, and, and I, I've always said, and I believe it, today, the day after Louisville game, the first 45 minutes of Bob's show, because he doesn't take that break in a half hour, is must-listen radio. Because he's, he was courtside, he's going to give you his take on the L game from last night. That's right. And that'll follow the show, of course. But even Bob is running out of ways to ask these questions. And Bob's been doing this, uh, to use a a Valvanoism, since the French and Indian War. (laughs) He has run out of things to ask Kenny Payne. If you want to hear an exasperated man ask a question, and then a coach tell you the truth, by the way. Kenny Payne tells the truth in this song. I want to be very clear. I'm not calling him a liar at all. Literally the opposite. I think he totally tells you the truth. Let's hear this, uh, this question and answer. That's one of the strangest games I've ever seen. I mean, in terms of how it went one way and then another way and then makeshift lineups, and it's, it was just kind of crazy. Well, I love it. I love, you know, obviously we lost a game and we heard about losing, but I love for the first time I've seen a team really fight against all odds. No point guard, guys are in foul trouble. Guys stepping up, Trey White leading us, Mike James having to play the point, me having to get after Mike and said, I don't, you worked too hard all summer from last year to this year to be a better ball handler. Don't ever look tentative again handling ball with me as your coach. I don't want to see that. You deserve to be able to be efficient and tough with the ball. Um, I'm proud of the guys. I didn't watch the game I, last I can't night. I, got the car home and I heard the post game with Bob, and I thought they won the game the way he sounded. It's the first time that this team has fought. 24 games in. I just, at some point, it's just enough. That if, if we're talking effort and figuring out what effort looks like, it's just enough. And, and, and last night was just another. The one where he's like, I don't care that we shot two for 20 from three. I'm proud of our effort and how, yeah. how much we no, no. No. I mean, honestly, Sky Clark yesterday... Two of his three-pointers look worse than my fourth-grade son's three-pointers. And my fourth-grader can't get the ball to the rim. He's a little skinny cross-country kid who plays basketball because his buddies are on the team. Sure. I mean, Sky Clark, Sky Clark missed so badly that Clemson didn't know how to rebound the ball. That's how Louisville got offensive rebounds. Was The, sh- the shots were so bad. They were that bad that, <laughs> that they would miss and go straight just straight to Louisville players because even out of position, the shots were that bad. Texter, KP left out the part where Clemson laid down for the last 10 minutes. Yeah. I also agree with that. All of this talk of the second half rallies can we count some is of those, the bottom. Can we count some of those missed shots as assists? Because God knows that they need to have some assists on their total. <laughs> bad phone. Kenny asking the question, you or saying to, to uh, Mike James, you deserve to be able to be efficient. What does that mean? I, I don't 
I don't what? know. I, I don't know. Um, I'm really... I, I don't know. I, I don't know what it means, I'll be honest. Uh, but the idea that, that we're celebrating effort... I want to remind people around here about another coach that was on L's campus recently. His name was Scott Satterfield. And there came a time late in his tenure here where there were videos of obvious lack of hustle and run to the ball. Okay, And it really bothered people. It really bothered people. I remember that very succinctly. And I that's... I forget who said it to me, but people don't want to go to these games and feel like they're getting punked to spend the money and go downtown and take their kids and, and park and and all those things that you do to go to a basketball game. Just the work of getting your family in and out of a basketball game. And just and show up and there's not going to be effort or or this kind of, of mentality about a basketball team. I, I just I cannot figure it out. Let's go ahead. Um, man, what else? Why don't you lead us in sound here, Zach? Which well, one do you think we should play? Yeah, the... Uh can't dwell on lack of assists, which, by the way, oh, they God. had as many assists in the first half as everybody listening and everybody in this studio. Combined. Combined. <laughs> Go ahead. I just felt like, you know, we were stagnant. We didn't make quick, decisive decisions. Um, when a guy was open, we hesitated a second. Um, but, again, overall, they fought, man. I can't, I can't dwell on their lack of assist and the lack of playing the right way when they fight like that. <laughs> there it is. I can't dwell on the lack of playing the right way. There it is. Hey, I can't dwell on that. I'll give Kenny Payne this. Kenny Payne is an honest man. And that is an honest assessment. Sure. I'm just happy that they played hard. I don't care if they played well. I, it, he said it out loud. I want hard, you know, I, I want effort. I don't care about results. Okay. 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 I mean, that is literally, that's elementary school coach talk. All the kids tried hard. Look, look, they're not going to make shots. They're not going to have assists. They're seven. They're seven. Oh, come on. My wife does this. What do you expect him to do? He's nine. I'm like, not be a jerk. I don't know. You know, like I have expectations can for my nine-year-old. Hand, yeah. Can we just hand out the participation trophies? It's worse than at? that. No, no, this is worse than that. This is way worse than participation trophies. Because they're understood in a participation trophy, by the way, is that you finish the race. Yes. You actually run the race. Yeah. These guys aren't running. Zero assists in the first 30 or 28 minutes of that game. That was about 30 minutes. I think it was 11.42 left. They got an assist, something okay, like that. Yeah. Whatever. It doesn't matter. It was uh, They win a half of basketball without an assist. Basketball! I, it, Kenny, I hate to break it to you. Clemson was up by 24. I don't care if they play well. I mean, he said it out loud. I don't care if they play well. Just if they try hard. I mean, it's awesome. It's just awesome. You you couldn't... If you scripted this, Zach, and tried to sell it to a studio, they wouldn't buy it. If you were trying to convince yourself that Kenny is a UK plant... You would you would use that one. You can't do a better job. No, you can't do a better job done. than what he's doing. Correct, yes. Yeah, there you go. That's all I got. <laughs> See you tomorrow, everybody. <laughs> Just this team. Hey, I'm proud that we're fighting on this show today. We're trying really hard. I'll tell you who is fighting, though. There's a man named Rick Bozich. Oh, boy. And he works in a building downtown. And he writes, Beaten up Louisville rallies, but falls to Clemson 70-64. to 64. Beaten up Louisville. Serious question for everyone listening. I had questions, and I got, I got a little lambasted for it. 
about Dennis Evans' actual injury and what it is, and if he'll ever play basketball again. I'm of the opinion that he will, that he just didn't want to be here. He wanted to be back in California. Okay? Where is Hersey Miller? Do you really trust that that Hersey Miller is actually hurt? Or is it a... I, I just don't know. But eventually, when I don't even know what the injuries are, and they are as vague as they are, seeking medical treatment out of town, how long does that take? And I hope the kid's okay, because if that's true, and he has to be gone for this long... That sounds like a Mayo Clinic or a Johns Hopkins or a Cleveland Clinic kind of situation, and I hope that's not what it is. Yeah. Either that or the ultimate indictment of the medical staff here. Or they're lying. Which we can't put past. I cannot put past. Because while that postgame was very true, all the Cron Davis stuff was a lie. And he's still going to games. How about that? Yeah, he's awesome. I like Cron <laughs> Davis. my favorite player. <laughs> Can you play that sound again? Of him saying, I, just the end, just the end. I don't care if they played well. Let's just, just, let's just play that. Again, overall, they fought, man. I can't, I can't dwell on their lack of assist and the lack of playing the right way when they fight like that. It's awesome. It's just awesome. Rick Bosich works in a van down by the river. Texter. <laughs> That's pretty good. At this point, who can say any different? Uh, well, the Cards had injuries. Injuries on top of the injuries the program has already endured this season. Oh, dear God. What a, what a, what a noble cause this is. Hersey Miller, the third point guard, went to California last weekend for a medical evaluation and did not make the trip. J.J. Trainer out with shoulder surgery. Dennis Evans gone from the team because of a medical condition and Karan Davis dismissed in December. Louisville has seven scholarship players available. For the final 18 minutes last night. Um, can we get... Um, man, oh man. Can't dwell on lack of assists because they fought. What a sound, dude. What a, what a sound. There was another one you played for me that was just fantastic. Um, and I'm hoping... Oh, man. Can you play just KP4 from the top from the podium? Um, because I think there's a question with this one, and I'm always interested in how the media talks to him face-to-face. <laughs> Oh, is that the one with Bob? Or? I No, no, no. KP4 uh, from the podium. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, thanks, man. Asked if he was shocked about rebounding. Did that surprise <laughs> you that, that y'all, because Clemson is so physical, like you said, that y'all are able to do that? Um, it doesn't surprise me. Again, young people, <laughs> um, when you've been doing this as long as I have, you can't count them out on anything. Um, I wish we had a little better effort from certain guys, and it may have been a different result. Um, but I believe in my guys. I like what? my team. But I just want to see them play like that that second half every time they step on the floor. I thought Trey White showed why we wanted him here. Um, and I just told him in the locker room, I just seen the guy that I wanted out of the transfer portal. I just seen him. If you don't give me that, how should I respond to you if I don't get that type of player? I'm going to be pretty upset if I don't. Did they, did they play hard or not? Like, I, I don't. I don't. Okay. He bragged about that comeback more than most coaches brag about winning championships. I mean, the, oh, that, that was the sound I wanted. Do you have the sound about just 
Is it is it KP one from the podium? Is that the opening where he talks about Clemson being a tournament team? Yeah. Can you play just through where he says Clemson's a tournament team? These are the you've been around a lot more games than I have. That's one of the strangest games I've ever seen. No, I mean, in terms of not that one. No, that one. KP one from the podium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah proud of my team. Yeah. They're all the same at this point. You know, first of all, we're playing a team that's got a real legitimate chance to make an NCAA tournament. I like okay. their team. That's, I like their toughness. To we knew it would be a physical battle. We're playing a team that has a chance to make the tournament. In other words, out of the 300 teams in the country, we're playing one of the top 70 teams. Mm-hmm. Or top 75 teams or something. Oh, no. Not a top 75 team. What a bear on your program, sir, when you were just ranked number six all time. When you have a palace to play in downtown. When the other basketball coach on campus wins 80% of his games in conference. When the football coach showed up his first year, turned over half of the roster on the same campus, and won 10 games in the regular season. When they can swim, when they can play field hockey, when they play softball well, when all of those things come together, and you're the team on campus, that's just so, so difficult this schedule, having to play a top 80 team. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. We'll talk to Gandalfo next about a team that won a basketball game over the weekend. How about that? Uh, We'll do that with Mike next here on ESPN 680-1057. A reminder of some uh, programming today, high school hour tonight on the Sarah at 6, and then uh, over across the hall at 7, you hear from Zach Cantrell and some other dudes on a show called Little Sports Live. Of course, that's Ethan Moore and Taylor Lynch. You get them at 7, and then the Kentucky basketball postgame show will be tonight. That's with our folks at Kentucky Fish and Wildlife. It'll be around 10 o'clock tonight after the Florida game. We'll talk to Mike Gandolfo next about that game itself here, ESPN 680-1057. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash careanywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. It's the time of the season. Love runs high in this time. Give it to me easy. And you are listening to Rabo and Co. here on ESPN 680-1057. Now, here's Louis Rabot. All right, welcome back in your place, uh, your home. I mean, frankly, for uh, effort discussion. That's ESPN 680-1057. Welcome back in. Uh, we are efforting Mike Gandolfo, I understand, uh, which is great. want to thank Matzo Pie for bringing lunch by the ESPN Louisville Studios a little bit later on today. M-O-Z-Z-P-I.com. Great pizza, great bread, great cookies, awesome salads. Uh, check them out. Uh, they got a cool Anchorage location, uh, quite unique, frankly. And uh, check out the Douglas Loop location, the old... Uh, the old Heine Brothers there, and of course, at the 1020 Crap Brewery in Butchertown. They have all their 1020 Crap Breweries available at all their spots, M-O-Z-Z-A-P-I.com. A delicious brick oven pizza. We bring in Mike Gandolfo from the UK 
Fish, or excuse me, the Kentucky Fish and Wildlife postgame show for the UK basketball and football games. Uh, Mike, have you ever been hired to be an offensive line coach? Uh, no, and despite my size, you would think that that would be something <laughs> you, that you, you do have. To you know, it's always funny when they're like, you know, that's a big guy out there. He's six four, three fifteen. I'm like, hold my beer. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, is he? Uh, Mike Gandolfo with us at Big Mike Gandolfo on Twitter. Uh, go find him there. Uh, cats get it done in another rock fight in Arkansas, sixty three fifty seven uh, over the weekend. Open ended, open to this uh, segment, Mike. Uh, what did you think on Saturday? I thought they fought hard and overcome a lot of adversity. Oh, wait, that's the other team. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> the, the, um, listen, I was I was really upset about this game because Arkansas is terrible. They are terrible. I mean, there's, they're they're awful. And uh, at the end of the day, uh, and, and the fact that they beat Duke just shows how terrible the ACC is, I think, as well, hmm. uh, top to bottom. If Carolina doesn't deserve to be a one seed, right? So uh, I just look at this and, like, you know, you're lucky you played this way against a team like Arkansas. Right. Because they just uh, – uh, I, I'm, we're going to go back to the did South Carolina give the blueprint on how Kentucky's going to struggle. We're going to find out. And these next couple weeks, it's it gets real. <laughs> like, it gets real, very, very real. And when you're coming – got Tennessee this weekend coming off a loss to that same South Carolina team. Um, you know, Florida tonight's no walk in the park. Uh, it's gonna. It's you're gonna find out a whole lot about this Kentucky team in the next three weeks. And honestly, it's gonna define whether whether or not they're a, a three seed. Or I mean, I, I hate to think what the basement could be. Knowing their computer computer rankings are so bad. Um, I mean, they being in one of those top four seeds is really, I think, really really critical. Hmm. Um, but could like could they? have a really bad February and fall to a 6 seven seed? Yeah, they could, you know. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see who they beat, who, you know, what games they pull out, and uh, and where they go from here um, and then see if uh, Kyle makes any tweaks. Right, <laughs> waiting around the tweaks. <laughs> well, tweak time. There you go. Mike Andolfo with yeah. us here uh, on Rabone Co. ESPN 680-1057. Kentucky 23rd in the net after la- uh, after the weekend and all of the games last night. They will host Florida, um, who is uh, – uh, where is Florida in the net? Uh, 39th. Okay, so that's a – So that's still a quad one, right? Yep, yeah, it is. 40 so, at home? Yeah. All right, yeah. Yeah. Um, so you got a quad one opportunity tonight, and they, they got to maximize it and take advantage of those and – and really, like, they can't have any. And that's the other side of it, right, Mike? Honestly, is is just you can either look at it as, oh, man, they can slide. Because Dan and I had this conversation last season with last year's team was I was convinced they were sliding the wrong way and heading toward a 10 seed, uh, unfortunately. And Dan was like, no, 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 they'll end up with, with something considerably better than that. He was right. Um, this team, you can look at it one of two ways, Mike. The schedule gets difficult or there's a lot of opportunities, right? And that's what you just mentioned. Right. Is that Florida tonight is yeah. quad one opportunity, right? But then you can't have, like, a, you know, some sort of hiccup against Vanderbilt or no, that's anything right. like that. You know, you no, got to right. sure go out. And really, I think Vanderbilt's really the only easy game left on the calendar. So uh, I don't think there's anyone else left that, that they end up knocking Kentucky off. You'd be shocked. Yeah, they, they don't get Missouri and they don't get um, Arkansas again, right? Isn't that how it works? So, um, yeah, of the bottom teams – uh, in the conference, they're the only one left for them is Vandy twice uh, at Vandy and then Vandy at home. Yeah, the next uh, the next five are gonna. I mean, the next six is is the gauntlet here, right? Florida at home, Tennessee at home. They go to Vandy, Gonzaga, and then uh, Ole Miss, 
and then at Auburn, right? And so, yeah, the gauntlet the gauntlet starts uh, tonight, frankly. Uh, and looking at Florida, obviously uh, Kentucky goes down there, gets the win earlier in the season by two. It was one of those games, Mike, that afterward we felt really good about Kentucky. And frankly, uh, interesting article actually in the Herald-Leader today about how last two games for Kentucky have really been rock fights between the South Carolina game and Arkansas. The last game against Florida was really, hey, if you can get to 90 points, you might win this game, right? And so do you expect mm-hmm. that kind of game tonight? Can Kentucky turn that switch back on, or are they going to keep having rock fights here? I mean, I think that's what the fans want to see. I mean, I think they want to see us, this, this team get back in the 80s and 90s and uh, play, I think, the style of basketball that they want to play. The, you know, the one thing that we're going to be kind of watching is, like, this is a home game, and and the the real answer to me that needs to come is can they get can they have this kind of performance on the road? And you know we go back to that Florida game, and honestly that's their outside of Louisville. And even though the Louisville game they really didn't play as well as they possibly could, uh, they not they have not fired well on the road yet. They fired well on neutral floors, but they have not fired well in a true road environment. And so I think that's the thing that I'm going to be watching for. Can they? Now, especially since these road games are going to be considerably tougher, can they go on the road and have a really big-time performance? I almost expect for them to go to Rupp and have a good performance, right? Mm, so okay. um, I, I think they win tonight. I'm Saturday. Saturday's the one that is like kind of eating at me a little bit, you know? <laughs> yep. So uh, especially with Tennessee coming off a loss, I, I think it's – you look at those kind of teams, and I think they, they tend to refocus. So, a couple of texters pointing out uh, at home, quad one is top 30 teams, so this will be a quad two, but still, um, anything in those top two quads is, is very helpful for uh, for resume builder. Sure. Um, yeah. But, I mean, to, and then <laughs> to that point, Tennessee's number four, <laughs> Auburn is number nine, right? And so they have these games coming up where they're going to have these opportunities uh, against these types of teams. Gandolfo with us, as he is always here uh, Wednesday mornings on ESPN 680 1057. Um, look, the, the lineup is always the topic of conversation once we get to this uh, this part of the season, Mike. Obviously, Dillingham out with a stomach bug the other day. I haven't gotten word if he's playing yet tonight or not. I would assume uh, young people <laughs> tend to react and, uh, with good medical care can uh, overcome viruses pretty quickly. But uh, look, it, the Justin Edwards thing, I think we saw on Saturday what Cal thinks and what his plan is with him moving forward is that he's going to be involved in a more minimal way than he was early in the season. But they've also not scored as much the last two games when he's been less involved, Mike. Is there any kind of catch-22 with him? Well, I mean, I think it has probably more to do with Dillingham not being there than Justin Edwards. Okay. Um, but, I, I mean, I, the Justin Edwards thing is is definitely concerning. I think a bigger concern right now for me is Aaron Bradshaw. Um that's got to turn around. I mean, you can almost put them in the same the same boat, right? And then I'm not a hundred percent sure, like what he's looking for from Big Z to give him more minutes. I mean, the dude only played three minutes against Arkansas, and I and listen. I know that these teams are trying to get physical, and maybe Cal knows that once he goes against a physical opponent, that that Big Z is going to shut down. He had two rebounds though in that three minutes. Yeah, no, that's you right. know, that's a pretty good. Yep. That's a pretty good clip to, if you can carry that on and, and a team that needs rebounding. Um, I, I don't have the stats in front of me, but um, Edwards and, and Bradshaw struggle to get two rebounds in 10 minutes, right? So right. Yep. Um, I just look at that and like, okay, like where where's this going to go? Are you going to eventually, are they going to start uh, uh, Onyenzo? Because, I, you know, are we moving towards that? And 
how does that affect the offense? Because I think that's one of the things that does affect their, their scoring is that Onyenzo does eat up the middle more than Bradshaw and Big Z do. So the, the offense maybe doesn't get the open lanes of the basket that they normally would if Onyenzo's kind of the more true post player. Um, but I will say this about Onyenzo is that that dude goes his role. He's a shot blocker. He's a big body. And, you know, he doesn't take unnecessary shots. He takes, he took, he did take a, a three, but I think it was to beat the shot clock against Arkansas. So it's kind of a necessity three. But, but outside of that, like he's taking stuff that he knows, like he's in a position to be successful. So, um, you know, I think as Cal's trying to figure out who's his best five to kind of roll with the rest of the year, that's going to be the kind of thing that I'm watching too. Is like, is he going to settle in? It's like, all right, I know these five guys will play defense. These five guys will can get it done offensively. Maybe the scoring average ends up more in the low 80s than in the upper 80s or 90, but they're able to get that defensive scoring average down as well and and kind of get this team prepared for a run uh, when it comes to the tournament time. All right, so you you kind of address something that I I feel like we're not doing a lot of as far as this team, and that's talk about Aaron Bradshaw and what his role should be going forward. That five spot in general, Bradshaw, Vesic, you mentioned both of them. Um, is there a scenario, Mike, in your mind where you start an Onyenso at the five and allow a Trey Mitchell to play further away from the basket? Yeah, I mean, Trey Mitchell, I mean, that, that when we're sitting there watching, even after Zach, like I was, it was almost like uh, he was listening to our conversation. It's like, man, one of the things that's going on with this offense is that Trey Mitchell stopped being a three-point threat. And then, like, right after we, we talked about it, I think he hit two straight threes in the second half. Mm. And when he's out there and he's opening the floor that way, that's another. That's a guy that spreads the floor. Like if you've got a guy that you've got to go out like Trey Mitchell and you've got to guard him twenty three feet away from the basket, it changes things. It changes lanes. It changes alleys. So um, I think it's a, it's a huge piece if we can get Trey back to where he's a more consistent three point threat. Um, I just don't think Bradshaw or Big Z. I don't think either one of them is a true post player, and or do they want to play in the post, or should they be playing in the post? Uh, Mike Gandalfa with us. Let's talk football. Obviously, a lot of talk around uh, man, oh, man. Okay, so I very few times in uh, doing this have I seen such um, <laughs> conversation, if you will, around the hire of an offensive line coach. And now I understand it because there are some uh, there's some baggage here and different things uh, with it. Uh, I am of the opinion, looking on the outside, that a guy uh, like Wolford getting him hired, Eric Wolford, uh, obviously in this case, Whenever you can poach someone back from a Nick Saban, I think you're you're getting someone who at least has uh, that kind of reputation, that kind of pedigree, that a Saban would come and grab him is a good sign. Uh, when Kentucky is at its best, Mike, on the football field, that big blue wall thing, I know it's, it, you know, it's an easy thing to make fun of because, you know, it's a, oh, the big blue wall, you know, whatever. But frankly, when they have that, they're better. <laughs> it's just it's just absolutely true. Uh, it's how Mark Stoops uh, gets his best teams together is with uh, line play. Are you? What do you make of the Eric Wolford hire? And is it a is it a step that you expected? Is it one that's going to be fruitful? What do you think? Yeah. So I mean, I think ever since uh, the passing of John Schlarman, this offensive line has been uh, something that's had to be that had to be figured out. And quite honestly, Stoops Stoops is dedicated to winning games in the trenches. Like if if Kentucky's going to be successful. He, I think his mantra is that I can have an O-line and a D-line 
in most cases, when, the, when they have a good a good season, that O line and D line is basically going to be able to compete with anyone in the country. And uh, Wolford, like you just said, we're getting a guy who left Kentucky for Alabama. And at the end of the day, I think the bigger issue is just the way that he left Kentucky. And it has not. But whenever, like, if Alabama came calling to a Kentucky assistant coach, ninety-five percent of them are going to go to Alabama to coach under Nick Saban. Right, I mean, you're not going to fault a guy for for doing that. It's really kind of comes down to more of the way he did it. Uh, Stoop said in a in a conversation, I think he had with KSR, uh, just about like it looks like they had to really kind of have to uh, come to Jesus meeting. You know, Stoop said he handled, didn't handle things some ways well, and Wolford didn't handle some of their things well. They both have kind of had some time that's gone past, and we got a guy who can coach the offensive line. I mean, that's that's the bottom. We got guy, we got a guy who's put offensive linemen in the NFL. And um, we got a guy that can recruit the offensive line. We got a guy that can kind of continue to make that a brand. I mean, you know, you've been to my office. If you go downstairs, I have a big blue wall, a big blue brick wall, right? Because that big blue wall is gonna, is the key, I think, to Kentucky having a successful running game. It's the key to them controlling the clock. It's the key to them being in games, um, and it's really the key to them having uh, major wins. So uh, I think it's I think it's huge. I want everyone to know that it's true that Mike does have a painted blue brick wall at his office. <laughs> That's actually a thing. I, I mean, it is real. It, it just is a real thing. Gandolfo with us here. He's from that Kentucky Fish and Wildlife post game show. They want to remind you: check out their website, sign up for that 2024 elk draw today uh, over there with our friends at Kentucky Fish and Wildlife. Man, I am getting 30 spam calls this morning. It's unbelievable. Um, it's amazing how they just uh, come in massive waves. What do you? I mean, I sold all your personal information. I appreciate that very much. Um, I actually would not be surprised if you did that to me, just to be funny. (laughs) Like, no, someone, someone signed me up, and I don't know who it is for like thirty different political party emails. And that was not me. And I just, I don't. That was Ent. Was it Jason (laughs) Ent? I know it wasn't ZC. He only signed me up for one. Just one. That's a good joke. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, tonight you said you expect Florida uh, to be a win for the Cats. Uh, I have not looked to see the line. Zach, have you seen the line on the game for tonight? That's my bad. Uh, it's a bad, really legitimately bad job by me. I will look it up right now. They play Tennessee on Saturday. I can tell you minus five and a half. Five and a half. Okay. Uh, does that sound about right to you? Yeah, I think it does. Yeah, I do, I do think it sounds about right. Okay. And then um, in the next six think- games – Let's just play this out, Mike. We'll play the old uh, yep. how are they going to do uh, game here. Florida, you've got to win. Tennessee Saturday. Toss-up game? That's a toss-up game for sure. Okay. You know, luckily, it's at home. Uh, Vandy, the, Vandy should be a win. Gonzaga's at home, and they're down. That should be a win. Agreed. Uh, I, I love that they're playing Ole Miss at home, so that should be a win. 9 o'clock then, or 2. Then, and I, you know, we're going to go back to the, the late uh, the late post games. It's going to going to make my, my next day's interesting. Um, uh, but then I, I, you know, you said this gauntlet. I'm looking at the at Auburn, at LSU, uh, versus Alabama, at Mississippi State as kind of being the, the one, like, I don't, I, I think they probably lose at Auburn. And I'm, and I think LSU and Mississippi State are going to give them a, a fight. And if I'll be very pleasantly surprised if they can go down to LSU or Mississippi State and just blow out um, one of those two teams. Obviously, Arkansas at home should be a win. Tennessee, Vanderbilt at home should be a win. And then the at Tennessee is really 
you know, I think their best case scenario is only losing two games the rest of the year. Okay. Um, yeah, because they got to go to Tennessee. Um, to Auburn. To Auburn. Now, I mean, the only plus side there is they only catch Auburn once, right? And then, um, which I don't see as an upside, by the way, because the net just gives you credit for playing good teams, right? So I mean, like in the, right. in the modern in the modern way of selecting teams for the tournament, that's not such a great thing necessarily. But yeah, I get I get it. Um, and then they close that Tennessee. I think obviously. four is probably the likely amount of losses that they have the rest of the way. Okay, that puts them at um, that puts them with six losses in conference. It means they're twelve and six. Is that okay? And I originally had them with five is kind of what I thought they would be. It's, it's, so I think that's a probably a little bit. But if it's, if, it's, if it's six losses, they get you ready to play in March. It's a different story than if it's just like, hey, we're seeing the same old thing hmm. and this team's not getting better. Because I, I raised the question in the postgame show and you know people are saying the jury's still out. Is this team better today than they were in December? And, you know... I think it's still out. I don't, you know, I don't think you can say they're remarkably better. Uh, you definitely can't. I don't think you can say they're the same. And then I think you can make an argument that they're worse. All right, and, I have, I have two questions, and we'll get you out of here. One's basketball. One is horse racing. Okay. Are, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, basketball. More likely or less likely that UK the rest of the way in basketball. How do I want to phrase this? Um, improves its net ranking. Let's just go – we'll go flat with that. Or it, higher or lower from where they are right now at the end of the season, they are 23 in the net right now. Will they be better or worse than that when they enter the conference tournament? Let's do that. Uh, when they enter, enter the conference tournament, I think they'll be uh, slightly higher. Okay. Can you name any of the four Kentucky Derby preps that are happening on Saturday? Uh, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> no. <laughs> What is it? Uh, you know what? This is this is actually the way to make it fair because Mike knows these trails. The yet. No, no, yeah. right? Well, okay, okay, there you go. Be Lewis. I'll go with the Lewis. The Lewis is out. Saint Anita. Yep. Okay. Good. Uh, okay. So, it, by the way, I'll give you the, the tracks. No, not Tampa this weekend. That's next weekend. Uh, so, okay. Gulfstream, Aqueduct, yeah, Oaklawn. I, I did not look these up, by the way. No, I know. So, um, is the Fountain of Youth this weekend or the it, Holy Bull? Holy Bulls this weekend. Good. Okay. There you go. Okay. I, you know the paths. Okay. I just have to remind you. Yeah. yeah, yeah I know. What's, the, what's the other one? So the Withers in New York. Okay. And then the yeah. Southwest at Oakland. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, 12 horses That's in Southwest. the Southwest, man. Loaded. Southwest has usually been a pretty good race lately, too. So All four of those yeah. are grade three. So I think the – you know, it's interesting. I'm watching this, Mike. It's sort of like the trend of it. I think the Graded Stakes Committee is starting to use the Derby Trail as – a guide for which counts as a grade two, grade one, grade three, et cetera, that kind of stuff. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. It is. Yeah. Well, there you go. A little Holy Bull talk tomorrow, Mike. To have, you excited? Were you happy to have me back on the happy hour last week? Um, It's a different show when you're on it, but it's it's still okay. Yeah. <laughs> it, goes, right, it goes from well, like C minus to C when you get back on there. It's good. <laughs> I appreciate that. There you go. <laughs> I improve, I improve our net ranking. <laughs> the so net ranking from 23 to 22, that's right. He's Mike Gandolfo <laughs> at Big Mike Gandolfo. On Twitter, of course, he'll be out uh, tonight, uh, 10, 10, 15, something like that, on the Kentucky Fish and Wildlife postgame show here, 680-1057 with Ensign Cantrell. Uh, who are you enjoying working with more, Ensign Cantrell? Uh, man, they're both divas. <laughs> So, like, you know, that's true. <laughs> yeah, like I don't understand why Zach makes me get him coffee and makes me do all that stuff for him. I just don't understand that. Like, it's 
Because he has to do no. it for me all day, so he's tired of doing it. Oh, you know? that what it is? That's all what right, it is. I'm yeah, he's tired of me being a diva, yeah. so he's a diva to you. There it is. So. Yeah, no, they're they're great. It's been a lot of fun to work with both those guys. Awesome. So. All right, Mike. Uh, have a great uh, have a great show tonight. Hopefully they get a they get a win, and we got something good to talk about tomorrow as well. Thanks, buddy. All right, man. Talk to you. See you, Mike. There you go. Did you hear the horror in his voice when I asked him, can you name any? He did not want to answer that. No, because I want people to be very, very clear about this. When when you're a guy like Mike, his brain right now is all the Florida game. That's all he's thinking about right now. He knows he's got the podcast tomorrow. He's got like a couple hours he can spend tomorrow looking at the races, getting ready for the happy hour tomorrow. But but right now it's all Florida. So if I ask him, hey, what are the derby preps? Because he doesn't have to do this. And I've told people that listen to this show we're going to have all the you know all the people from around the country for Derby Prep talk and all that kind of stuff. But uh, in his case, I uh, just wanted to uh, see if he he had caught up. Um, yeah, twelve right, twelve horses down at uh, Arkansas. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight in Gulfstream. I, there's a ton. There's just a ton of horses currently on the Derby Trail. It's really fun trying to figure out that puzzle. And of course, we'll do all that. We go down the stretch. We'll go down the stretch with Rabo with Rabo and Co. How about that? Uh, a reminder to high school hour today at six. Louisville Sports Live at seven over on ninety three nine, and that Kentucky Fish and Wildlife post game show will be at ten here on ESPN six eighty one zero five seven. Bob Elvano at noon. Round table at three. Keep it local till six o'clock here on ESPN Louisville. You can join us every weekday. We'll get you through the week. It's a hump day version of the show. I haven't worked. I haven't mentioned the word hump yet. That was a big theme of Wednesday. Yeah, we dropped week. the ball. I mean, lots of humping. A lot of humping. <laughs> More Hump Talk next. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Here on ESPN 680-1057. Now, here's Louis Rabot. Let's get back into it. Uh, End of the hour here, 10 o'clock hour on a hump day Wednesday here. Rabot and Co. ESPN 680-1057. I'm Louis Rabot at Radio Louis. On Twitter, you can find the station at ESPN 680. You can text us. On the UPS Tub text line. Love to hear from you. 437-9680. You are the co in Rabone Co. So please text in. Got a text from my guy at 118. I appreciate him. Uh, always text in the, the, the Kenny Payne stats. They're never good, but at least I have the stats. So how about that? Um, man, oh man. Uh, Zach, let's just do a, a personal segment right now. Because something I used to talk a lot about with Dan was academic team. And yeah. Because this is something... So you don't have this in your life yet. Nope. Or maybe ever. I don't know. Where you get involved at your kid's school or you're helping out like with Boy Scouts or something or, you know, whatever. Like a Little League Baseball, this kind of stuff. And so yesterday uh, is one of my favorite days of the year. 
Yeah. So we start practices in like September, October. We get these kids ready for this, you know, for this competition. And yesterday is the day where only about so I had five kids yesterday help out. The team's about twenty two kids. Okay. And so all of them will be there on Saturday for that part of the competition. Yesterday was a smaller part. And every every year I make a deal with the parents, hey, I'm just gonna go to school, pick the kids up, you know, I get like a fruit tray and some, you know, uh, I don't know. The, what are the little? Uh, <laughs> I know this, uh, like like gummy fruits, you know, kind of stuff. A little, little little stuff for them to have a little food after school, and we hang out. Then we go to dinner after we're done. So literally, I'm, I'm, I get to hang out from like three until like eight. And parents come to dinner, and I get to meet them, and it's, it's this cool opportunity to just hang out with community and with people and that kind of stuff. And then the competition's on Saturday, and as soon as it's over, I got to drive to Michigan. Uh, because it's my parents' fiftieth, and I'm just I'm I'm essentially just saying I'm really grateful today. I text her telling me there's a there's a cowboy segment on first day. Yes, I know <laughs> it's not good. It's okay, and and I, so I'm just a lot of gratitude today. Just feeling good. I, it was so fun yesterday. Just to you know, because and obviously year to year, and this is why. By the way, people get into coaching and whatever. You know, it's it's a new team every year, so you get to meet the new personalities every year, and you kind of got to adjust what you do. And some things always work, some things don't always work, etc. So I'm just I'm feeling that tomorrow you are not on the show, and I, I wanted to warn people, yeah, because the music's going to be. I mean, James Black is sitting in, and when I think of two dudes who are going to produce a show differently, I think of Zach Cantrell and James Black. And by the way, not a bad way, just differently, right? I mean, your interaction, James's interaction, going to be different. Uh, but you know that Jay's coming in tomorrow for the 11 o'clock hour. You're not going to get any mic time. So you're like, yeah, you know what? I'm good on Thursday. No, it's, I'm also <laughs> helping James because I'm I here know, late know, tomorrow. And yeah, yeah. Well, I like that we well, have... Well, that doesn't hurt either. <laughs> I like that we've got you and James where we can do those uh, kind of swaps if we need to, which is great. So there you go. Um, were you surprised Ben Johnson staying with the Lions? Very surprised. I figured Ben Johnson would take the commander's job, and it sounded kind of shady what he did as far as the commanders flying out to meet him, and he told him no like right away. That's some Josh McDaniels type of stuff. So I, I, that lessened my opinion a little bit of Ben Johnson. But okay. As, I, I don't like when coaches do that kind of stuff. I'd rather them just be honest and be like, no, I'm not interested. Don't wait until they're about to fly out and all that kind of stuff. Tell them straight up right away, I'm not interested. I'm staying here. Okay, That's what I would do, do personally, but as far as an offensive play caller, it's huge for the Lions to get him back with the continuity. And you know, he's the better to, of the two coordinators. Yes, yes, yeah. I agree. You okay. said of you know this would be their year. Well, with him coming, this back, changes it, doesn't it? It does. It does. It changes it. I agree with dramatically. You. Another year with him is is very different. And now that he knows how to use that backfield, especially. That's it. Text heard James going to throw into it a random sounds today. Uh, great. Tomorrow. That's great. Let's do sound. By the way, texture pointing out that I talked about being a grateful person and having gratitude, but I didn't talk about grace. Where's the grace, Louie? <laughs> Where is it? Where's the grace? Oh, grace. Gratitude. Let's start there. By the way, uh, from our guy at 118, uh, I want to get back to his text. Sorry, I'm refreshing the screen, people. I apologize. Grace. Gratitude. <laughs> Let's start there. Should we have a grace gratitude segment? I feel like that's something... I think we should have a grace Man. gratitude segment. So, like, you know, we had the Monday Morning Moron with Thistle. Do we go the other... Positive radio. There it is. Yeah, we're doing positive, positive radio. radio. Grace, grace gratitude. gratitude. <laughs> How stupid. I love this There show. it is. Oh, man. That's so stupid. All so, right, so, so we're starting Monday. It's our grace and gratitude segment. So are we replacing Zach's reacts with grace and gratitude? No. 
Okay. <laughs> no, I need my mic type, Louie. I'm Zach Edgerall. What are we doing here? That's great. I uh, So uh, this was the, the, the texture yesterday when Ennis was on who texted in uh, outside of Boston College's terrible run from 15 to 17. This is during the Big East as well. U of L is a member of the Big East. DePaul had the worst two-year run in that conference in 09 to 2010. They went 17 and 47. KP has to go seven and four in his next eleven games to match that. Oh, these kinds of stats, man! It so is, you're saying there's a chance. You're saying there's a chance. I. It is remarkable, Zach, to hear these kinds of numbers and just how desensitized we are. The other day, I tweeted out when it was forty-one to thirteen at half against Virginia, how I just didn't react. No, it just felt normal. It was the lowest scoring half since like nineteen. I mean, they made five, four, but nobody cared. Uh, or, uh, uh, um. Oh my gosh, why am I? Uh, my guy Nick, uh, excuse me, up in, in Detroit who listens uh, from time to time, definitely listens to Jay's segment. We all went to school together. They made together. four baskets in that half. And he's like, dude, they made four baskets. Yeah. And I was like, he, he, he's like, I had to look it up because I've never seen that. So before. the last two games, let's just put this into perspective. The last two games they played in the first half, four baskets against Virginia, no assists yesterday. Think about that. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. Do you, do you, and by the way, the first half is when your game plan is there. Correct. Right? That That's what you're pointing out, and you're right to do that, is that's when your game plan is most intact, Yep, is the first half. I'm trying to remember the game now. Here's another one for you. Okay. The last, so the last two games, they scored 13 points in the first half against Virginia, 22 points in the first half against Clemson. You combine those two, they're still down six at halftime against Virginia. Wow. I um gosh there was a women's game a couple weeks ago. Do you remember this where like a Bible college in Houston lost like 136-26? Yeah, it was some- They had more points in the first half than Louisville. Yes, they did. <laughs> they had like 18 in the first yes, half or something. Correct. Yes. It got worse in the second half of that. Yes. Uh, One th- yeah, I I forget what school extra. that was, but it was four random. baskets is that good. It's not great. <laughs> it is in like a minute stretch. <laughs> it's great in two minutes. Yeah. Sure does. Score, score that often, man. Uh, Texter yesterday, James asked Strebel if he, uh, oh, oh, if he's listed in his phone as just black. It was hilarious. Do we have that sound? That's great. <laughs> I do. I do. Man, there is a really nice quality about this place, Zach, where the jokes like that are just part of part of the the milieu if you will just part of the everyday here sorry for using the word milieu but um he said something about like james black history month but anna (laughs) anna didn't hear the james part (laughs) i need that so badly i don't think i don't know if we have it but i remember hearing it yesterday but anna forgot that didn't listen to the part where he said Well, James. I just told you what I was doing all day yesterday. I, no, I couldn't listen yesterday. And so, oh, man, that's a great, that's a great clip. That's, but I get, I get James Black tomorrow. So we'll, yes, I'm sure do. we'll just play those clips. There you ben go. Ben Roberts is going to be like, what, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. By the way, during that segment, 437-9680, if you ever want, if you have a, an embarrassing question from Ben, for Ben, this isn't just Louis, the Louis Rabot show. This is Rabot and Co. If you want to embarrass, if you want to help me help you embarrass Ben Roberts, I am happy to do that. Shoot me those embarrassing questions. I feel like, though, I, I, here's my concern, Zach. Yeah. So two years ago, we did, so it's now been three episodes that we do 
our anniversary show. Is milieu short for La Familia? It is not. It's actually a French word. Hey. I apologize. I'm so sorry, people. Um, I, you know what? Never. You know what? Actually, never mind. I'm not sorry. No, we don't apologize. I'm not. No, no. I'm not sorry for using big words. I no. I'm not. No. That's just who I am. I, I know. I'm geeky. It's okay. Whatever. I'm no. I'm mm-mm. no. Nerd, nerd Louie, especially during academic week. No, no, no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mill you it up. I'm doing it. <laughs> I don't even know where I was now. Help me out, Zach. Where I was I? I don't remember. Oh, no. I'm going to use big words, and I'm not, I'm not yeah, sad about bigly it. Bigly words. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I like the, uh, you know, the, the, the thing around here that we're, we're able to just get into it and do those things. So, yeah, uh, it's going to be good. Oh, man. I was going to get into something, and I just totally, completely forgot what I was going to get into. Man, oh, man. I don't do that very often. You know, man, Texture DePaul might beat their own two-year run. God, that's true. They are so bad. Yeah, they're on pace to do it. I mean, they're so bad, they only beat Louisville. Yeah, and the coach <laughs> got fired. Man, oh, man. Um, Texture, Louie's doing positive radio, and it spills over into our coaching. KP isn't mad about the effort. He's happy, even though the effort is what has got us behind. Positive coaching, positive radio. Oh, man. Do you have the clip of James talking about his gamer name? That is all-time great stuff. It really is. I mean, it's just all-time great stuff. Are we going to have James Black History Month? I don't know. <laughs> Ask just, him. Just a note about James on every show. <laughs> Texture's Treble Gamer Tag, Hillary Buff Me Daddy. Texture. <laughs> Did you ever have a gamer tag or was that after you? No, it was after me. Does I never Calvin have online. one? Uh, yes. I, I, you don't got to give it out, but is it appropriate or is it like. It was appropriate. James, it's, did you ever have one? It's baseball related. Yeah, but mine was very appropriate. It was? It was like my Twitter, J.D. Black or something. <laughs> it, was, it was your name. I think, Actually, my, I did have a controversial one in 2013. But oh, did you really? Not too controversial. My last name is Black, so it was Black James Matters, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a great. Man, I don't even want to say mine now. There's nothing that can top that. No, nothing. 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 Like, I thought, I thought that's well You done. said like kind of controversial. I could say like James B. 69 or something. <laughs> Only Streamel could win that sound because that's the greatest gamer tag of all time. Black James Matters is it. Love that's it. it. That is Fantastic. the best thing ever. It, it is. It, it's unbelievable. And then Streamel just has to bulldoze over. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you get drive time, baby. That's Sports Talk Radio. <sighs> unbelievable. Man, oh, man. Kentucky Fish and Wildlife Post Game Show tonight sometime around 10 o'clock. Cantrell, Gandolfo, Enskit, all three of those guys uh, got you covered after the Florida game today. Again, Matsupai, want to thank them, M-O-Z-Z-A-P-I.com on the other end. Uh, I do want to talk a little bit about the Super Bowl and the betting rules for players. This is because we had the, the LSU player betting on his own team, hundreds of thousands of dollars, you know, the future of these sorts of things. And I, I got a problem with Patrick Mahomes, uh, which is unusual, but we'll do that. We'll do it all next year. ESPN 680, 105.7.